from a young age, I was self-conscious about going out to places. I wouldn't really want to eat in restaurants. I didn't want to eat around people. I didn't want people to see me. I'd rather stay inside and not be seen. I would rather not enter places and have that because actually it was always a fear of judgment. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. I'm Carl, your host. A happy new year, and I hope 2023 is off to an amazing start for you. Today, I'm joined by Laura, who's coming from Biggleswade in the UK. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Are you? Doing really well, thank you. Back into it now. Christmas seems like a long time ago. Trying to get focused on my goals for the year and for this month. And I imagine you're doing something similar as well. Absolutely. Christmas was a week, but yeah, that's that's the start of the new year, eh? <laughs> Completely. And I think there's a lot of listeners out there doing the same. So hopefully this episode will, will help in, and motivate people who are listening. So Laura, tell me a bit about yourself, please. So my name's Laura. I'm from Biggleswade. Uh, it's probably not a very known place, let's be honest. Um, I work in a nursery, which um, I'm an assistant centre director. So I... My, my my main passion was always is always been helping and obviously I started from a young age so I've I, I work in a nursery that's not to five um so it's watching the little ones grow up and just you know helping them achieve little things and little steps to getting into school and what they want to do and where they're going to go and sort of stuff like that wow I bet it's a very interesting and rewarding job absolutely do you know what I've done it for 10 years and it's um yeah it's something that I grow I've grown to love from when I started but my love for it is very strong still it's just I suppose I'm a big believer in helping and that's just what it is about isn't it yeah a hundred percent and I think especially at that age zero to five by the time they I have a son who's five now he'll be six in a couple of months by the time he gets to five they've developed a personality that yeah. is yeah they're, they're a proper little person by that age by about two normally now isn't it yeah yeah I mean, well yeah I've got a seven-year-old who's a teenager if you talk to him so uh yeah um he'll be 30 by the time he's 12 probably um but no it's, it's something that yeah I think the world has changed a lot but it's just watching that I feel very privileged to have been able to do that and then I imagine in a job like that you get to do it every single yeah. year yeah do you, you know it's if it's not the first steps or or parents coming in and saying oh my gosh they took their first step at home watch out for it and just sharing them little rewards. Like I suppose it's like being an adult, isn't it? When you get to a stage where you want to share rewards and see them end goals. It's the same with children and parents. Like they'll come in and they'll say this and they'll say that. But it's always seeing that end goal with the children as well. Like you, you watch them from six months and then you they leave you at five to go to school. But at six months they were babbling and they're saying goodbye to you as they leave the nursery. And you're like, oh God, they actually talk and they've got words and they know what they're doing and where they're going. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And then their, their curiosity and innocence and the, the pure uh, love that children yeah. have is, is incredible. I, uh, I I love children and um, that's great. But but let's let's focus on 
the purpose of today's episode because uh, I could otherwise talk about kids and I'll, <laughs> I'll end up sending you photos of them and we'll never get started <laughs> on a proper episode. So we're here to talk about your weight loss journey because Laura, if I'm honest, you, you've done something amazing in the journey that you've had so far. And I know that you're you're still not quite at the end of your journey. But no, not yet. I think, you know, everything that you've gone through, the, the success you've had, the achievements you've made, you know, there's no reason to wait till the end because you've already achieved so much. So tell us a little bit about your journey leading up to when you decided you wanted to lose weight. So, I mean, my weight loss has been what they like to call yo-yo dieter. I've been on and off many, many times, many things. I've been like, I'm going to go, I'm going to lose the weight, I'm going to do it. Nobody, but nobody really believed in me as such. And I, that was always a big thing in the back of my mind is, will they believe or won't they believe? And I used to focus a lot solely on wanting to be believed that I was going to do something, I think. So I always used to get to like Freestone and I'd cop out and I'd fail. And then I just got in such a bad place mentally. Like I became so unhappy with who I was as a person and so unhappy with, with I suppose, how I looked, how I felt. What what I was feeling at the time, I just wasn't in a very good place. And I think that had been kind of building itself over many, many years. And I just kind of let it spiral. And I just kept putting it to the back of my mind and plodding through and just going through life as general and getting up daily, going to work and doing what I did. And then it was back in 2021 that, um, yeah, I, I think I said to myself, I actually spoke with a friend and they were like, I think it's time to get some help. Like, I think you need to maybe seek out some help and talk. And I've never been a talker. I've never wanted to seek help because, you know, sometimes you feel like you're a bit weak or who's going to want to hear your story or have they got time to listen to me or what you want to do. So I said to myself, do you know what? I agree. Maybe I need to get some help. So I sourced the help and the story cut to it was I ended up getting some therapy, um, which was CBT therapy um, back in September. 2021 and that is where I then was led to to start my weight loss journey and say and I, I kind of said to myself this this is my time I have to do this now I have to do what I've got to do and this is what I've got to do it from now very very inspiring and I mean it's very difficult if I'm honest no I don't think everyone has that friend who's able to say to somebody or, or a lot of people aren't ready to hear that that okay maybe you need to get some help and although it comes from a place of love 99% of the time it can be very difficult and especially if that person someone you um, care about respect or, or you know genuinely worry about what they think about you that can go one of two ways so when that person said that to you what was your initial reaction were you okay with it 100% because I needed to hear it. I knew I needed help but I couldn't say I need help like I didn't have the guts and let's put it bluntly, the balls to say to someone, I need, I need help. Like I, I was sitting there, I was emotional all the time and I, I was just lost. I was like this lost person. I didn't, I didn't know who I was myself really. And I needed that person to say to me, you need help. They meant nothing apart from love from what they said and what they did. And for that, I'm grateful because actually it pushed me to get the help that I needed and it pushed me to go for the therapy. I think it's, it's, like I said, it can be quite difficult, but from the sounds of things, you need you, you you yourself knew that there had to be a change. And so it was probably almost a relief when somebody shared that or gave you that permission to actually say it yourself. Oh, yeah, because I felt like I probably thought I was going a bit crazy. I thought, is it all in my head? Is it me? Like, 
you, you just don't know, do you, sometimes? And actually, when when it was said, I was like, no, 100%, I agree. And, and I did, and I took the step. I went to the doctor, and, you know, I, I took the step of tablets as well, and I never really wanted to go on tablets. Um, and I've been a bit yo yo with them, but it was always a big thing, was to try and support myself in the right way and put myself in the right place and get to a better place in life and be a better person, I suppose. And and if I can ask, Laura, and, and if this is too personal, just, you know, mm. tell me. But leading up to this, what do you think was, I'd say, the biggest cause of your suffering? Was it the, the fact you were overweight or was it your mental health? Were you suffering from depression? Like, do, do you know yeah. what I mean? Was it a combination of the two or was one driving the other? To be honest with you, I think it was years of... I went through school being bullied very hard and very, very every day. Like there was never a day's break, if I'm honest with you. It's what you do. You you go through life. And I'd wake up every day and I'd go to school knowing what was going to happen next. You just go in and it was what it was. And whether that was to do with my weight or because I like sport and whatever and X, Y, Z. And, you know, you'd always get some form of I'd always have something every day. And because I suppose I was also a bit angry, I suppose because as a kid, I probably felt a bit lost as well sometimes. Like I, I was always an angry child, if not not in a negative or a bad way. But I think from where I felt like nobody listened to me, when I tried to say this person is saying these horrible things about me, I didn't feel like I was listened to. So I think I just kicked out and reacted out because I didn't feel listened to. Um, and that's where it kind of went with it, if that makes sense. It, it completely makes sense. And I, I know school can be extremely difficult if you're bullied and I mean I, I was very fortunate that I, I managed to get through with and I, I was very lucky I, I wasn't bullied and and, and considering also being ginger I, I had friends with the same color hair who had a horrific time and, and I do count myself very lucky because I think children they just pick their targets and once like you said once they've decided okay it's going to be you school can be a long few years of of going through that especially if you have to face it every day and it's I, I don't think it's until we're adults that we can truly understand the the damage that can have no and you know what it's it's the hardest part for me is I've always I've always always said people will call you fat and they think it's going to have the ambition to make you go oh yeah I'm fat I should do something about that but it doesn't it has the opposite effect, opposite effect it makes you self-conscious it makes you doubt yourself it makes you think okay, I'm not being lazy, but I'm going to shove this cake in my mouth because actually I'm fat anyway. That's what people see me as and that's how people perceive me to be. So why why change that if that's how my life is going to be and that's how it's going to happen, then you're just going to keep doing the same thing. Yeah. And actually, the side effect to it was it gave me many complexes. You know, it get, made me self-conscious. It gave me confidence issues. You know, from a young age, um, it wasn't just a, a later stage in my life. It was from a young age, you know. I was self-conscious about going out to places. I wouldn't really want to eat in restaurants. I didn't want to eat around people. I didn't want people to see me. I, I'd rather stay inside and not be seen. I would rather not enter places and have that because, actually, it was always a fear of judgment. Up until January this year, I was petrified to walk in a gym. I, I couldn't walk in a gym. I couldn't get in a swimming pool because my my fear of being looked at I would think somebody was judging me just because they looked at me because I was so self-conscious about myself and about where I was as a person and how un unhappy and I suppose vulnerable that I was, that I um, allowed them to take that mind over matter. They they ruled my mind because I was in such a bad place that I allowed that to happen. Of course, but it's, 
I, I think it's completely normal that that would happen after years of abuse and bullying and being told that you're fat, being told that, you know, there's something wrong with you. It's a so this was a, an episode I had, I think it was with Lucy, and she said that it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You only have to hear something so many times until, like you said, you might as well have that cake because people are saying it anyway. And you kind of, it becomes your own truth, even if yes. it makes you unhappy. And yeah. that's it, isn't it? And that's where it's hard because where where do you go? Like, And it's always something I've always listened to and something I've always, always had such a strong thought about is we allow people's opinions become so much of our life that they become part of us, part of our mind, part of our body. And we start to think these things are correct. But actually, instead of taking that opinion and saying, no, I'll have my own opinion of myself, we listen to the other people's opinion because trying to fight your own opinion is what you think of yourself. Whereas if we take the other person's, other person's opinion of us, it means that, that, that actually, yeah, it's easier to give in to what they're saying about us instead of thinking better of yourself. Yeah, it's exactly that. And, and it kind of almost gets rid of that self-doubt that you have about yourself because if someone else is putting it on you, it's kind of done for you. Yes. Oh, I didn't say that. They said it about me. So I didn't say it. So it's come from somebody else. And that's what I was thinking anyway. So then you get into that routine of thinking and listening to the negative so much that you don't find the positive. Yeah. And I I think, I mean, you you speak so many truths there in in, in the way you say that. And you you mentioned that you started having therapy. And and I would imagine that a lot of this has come as a result. The understanding that you have now probably when you went into your first therapy session it didn't exist you didn't have that and no. that's probably something that's no. helped therapy therapy changed my life and you know what i will forever be grateful for that moment i took the therapy sessions because she said something that that made me start my my slimming world journey if i'm honest with you she said one thing to me um we had done about two or three sessions and a lot of it was about um start with it, a lot of it was about self-conscious self-help and your confidence and stuff like that and um, I remember getting into my fourth session and saying, I don't think this is working. Like, I don't know if I should carry on. And it was and, and it was like, no, 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 you're going to carry on. You're going to do this. You're going to push through till the end and see what happens. No and behold, I ended up with 17 sessions. But anyway, it was the fourth session that um, I actually had with her. And she said to me, I want to ask you something, Laura. And I said, yeah. She went, what do you do for yourself? And at that point, I couldn't answer her because, do you know what? What did I do for myself? And that's what I had to say. And I didn't do anything for myself, if I'm honest with you. You know, we'd spoken about why I wasn't confident, why I didn't want to go out in places, why I got social anxiety and all of that sort of stuff. And, and you know, I was honest with her. I said, it's down to my weight and it's down to the size I am. And I fear judgment. I fear people looking at me. I fear having to speak to somebody, somebody just actually just probably wanting to look at me and say hello and me going, what are they looking at? Why are they staring at me? Because I was so self-conscious. And I walked away from that session and I said to myself, do you know what? She's got a good point. What do I do for myself? And I took it upon myself to say on that day, within the next four weeks, I would have taken myself to a Slim World class. I would have found myself a consultant. I would have found a group that I feel like I can fit into, a group I can go to. And I'll take that because actually, what do I do for myself? And if I want that better life, then I've got to do something. And that is where I think my biggest turning point in my life came was when when she said them words and they stuck in my head. And I was like, no, she's right. What do I do? And that's why I did it. Congratulations for taking that step. Because I I mean, you, you said it yourself. And you know, if we're being blunt about it, that must have taken a lot of balls to do it. Because quite honestly, yeah. it's a, we're not just talking about 
months or you know weeks of, of going through a bad patch we're talking about years of everything building up everything that you've been dealing with a way of thinking to the point where you you become almost hardwired in your brain to think in a certain way and behave in a certain way and just live with the person you have become and so to actually have that bravery and courage to say it stops here i, I think it's incredible and then before we go into that a bit more i just wanted to to ask you if i could laura was there a, a specific moment when you decided you were going to begin getting therapy because if i understand correctly you, you started having therapy and then joined slimming world afterwards yeah so i got the therapy in the parts where i became the lowest i've ever ever been in my life um i hit therapy because i became so low in life that i actually didn't feel like i had a purpose um in life um i didn't feel like i there was much to go on. There was much to, I suppose, live for. And, and that's why I got the therapy. And the therapy was hard. Don't get me wrong, it was hard. I, like I say, four weeks in, I took the plunge. I joined the Slimming World group. I did what I did. In that time, though, the Slimming World group, as though I had them balls to go and do that, you know, everyone laughs about it now. Like, it's a big joke in my Slimming World group because I was the girl that would take my jacket. So I drive a, I drive a motorbike, a 125, nothing popular, don't panic. <laughs> Um, and I used to sit with my helmet and I used to sit with my jacket and I'd take it to the back of the class. Now, bearing in mind, probably about, about 30 to 40 people would attend this group. I, and they would only take up two or three rows, potentially. I'd sit about the 10th row back. <laughs> and Sounds like you know, school. <laughs> yeah, I would always sit the 10th row back because I was always like, I'm not sitting near anybody because people will judge me. I don't want to be near them. I don't want anyone to talk to me. If anyone talks to me, that means I've got to talk to somebody. And, you know, it was always my biggest fear that people would judge me, even going to a group where people were there for the same reason as me. And that was never my group. group I go to, actually, is one of the best you could ever go to. Like, the support in that group is out of this world, and you'll never find that support anywhere. The same way you'd never find, like I said before, my consultant, you'd never find someone like her. It, it, honestly, so hard to come by. But, yeah, it was one of the randomest things, but... It's, do you know what? I found it easier walking in and signing up and saying that I wanted to change my life than I did walking in and weighing and making myself sit in that group every week. Wow. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. But, but I, I can kind of understand it. Like if, if I listen to the way you've described it, I think that as if, you, if you're in a very, very low position and, and this is something I, I'd urge literally anyone who's listening to this who's feeling the same of, of not having self-worth not having a purpose to talk to somebody and, and don't wait till tomorrow talk to someone send someone a message that you care about and you know no care knows cares about you if you haven't send me a message because honestly i don't think anybody anybody in this world deserves to feel low like that and never it's usually the people never. who have the biggest hearts who end up suffering the most and, and feeling like that and i think you're you're a very good example of, of having courage to being able to go and get therapy and how it has literally changed your life in the space of just over a year. And I think that the fact that you decided to do that, and I'm getting back to my point now, going in and talking to one person and saying, I need to change my life, this is how I feel, I need help, is probably a lot less daunting than walking into a room of people who you don't know. And people have talked about this on, on other episodes, saying that, you know, to the point where they... They think to themselves, if I go into a room, will I fit in a chair? Will I have to stand up and speak in front of everybody? Will I have to do this? Will I do that? There's so many variables and things that could potentially go wrong for you that it can be a lot more scary. 
yeah and it was honestly it was and and you know what I'm with you because I I have always struggled to speak out and say that I need help or need support which is why it took me till I was 29 to get that support and the biggest thing I've always I always say now is it's okay not to be okay and it's okay if you need to cry it's okay if you need to talk to somebody and all I would ever say to anybody is if you need that support get it because I was lucky enough to have support around me you know I, I've made some very good friends on my on my time and what I've done and I was lucky enough to have that support around me and if you don't have that support there's nothing worse than feeling alone and don't get me wrong there's still times where I feel alone even with support around me but I was in the darkest of darkest places that I've never ever experienced in my life of 29 years that I ever think I'd be sitting last November and December not even knowing if I was going to wake up the next morning not knowing what I was going to do not understanding the purpose of life and where I was because actually I hit rock bottom and I couldn't get myself out of this big dark hole that had sucked me in so much that I was scared for myself at some points because I've never had the fear and I always knew that I was strong enough to pull myself away from this and get better. But being so low and being so like, I would cry at everything and anything. You could probably offer me a toasty and I'd cry because I couldn't eat bread. Like it sounds extreme, but it got that bad. Um, And I was so low that I went through several stages of, I suppose several stages of where I, I contemplated, is it worth fighting anymore? Do I continue to fight this? What should I do for the best? And I have never in my life, like I say, experienced anything like that. And I never would want to again, because for anyone that has to go through that or fears that, my biggest thing would be go and get that support and that help. Because feeling that way, there is hope. You can pull yourself out of that. Like I managed to get myself out of it because I was too, I'm too stubborn to say you're going to beat me. I've got to beat everything. That's who I am and how I am. And I was not letting it beat me. I could have easily let it beat me. 100% could have just gone, do you know what? Take me, I'm done. Because there was times where it was hard, but I didn't. And I had support and I had very good support around me and I was lucky for that. It's, I mean, it's, it's difficult. I, I, I appreciate so much you opening up and, and sharing that, that with us, Laura. It's, it's honestly quite difficult to hear without getting emotional because it's, it's sad that someone you know is suffering that and, and going through it and, and when I stop and think about that I wonder how many people are actually having an evening like that right now who are sat in their home feeling so low and feel like there's no way out and and I'm just really happy to be talking to you right now and and I want to focus on also now the the, the positives and and the progress that you've made and the benefits that that's had yes. Because just by talking to you, you know, there's so many. And, and you mentioned earlier, before we started recording, that your consultant at Slimming World, Emma, has been absolutely fantastic. And I think this is a big part of it. But once you decided after your fourth therapy session that you were going to get help, you know, to do with your weight and that was going to be your next step, and you went into your first session, tell me about the few weeks that followed from that, please. So I went in, um, I did my um, sit down in the first few weeks. Um, my first first week I walked in, lost my card actually the funny story is I lost my journal and my biggest fear was <laughs> it sounds bizarre but I lost my um, planner where they put all your weight at the back and I always remember the sheer look on my face that I remember looking at Emma and going somebody's got somebody's got my um planner it's got my start weight in. they're going to know who I am and know how much I weigh and she was like it's okay I don't think they will you'll be all right like it's okay and I just remember but but somebody's got that and she's like I don't think they've got it it's okay we'll fight sort it and I just remember that being my first ever conversation 
fully on my first way and like oh my god someone's gonna know my style eh? and I don't know why I let that become now I think it's such a funny moment that I actually got that kind of oh my god that fear but I weighed on the scales in my first two weeks you know oh the weight was falling off me I won't lie the weight was falling but I was such a heavier person that actually it's quite natural that weight does just just fall off because it's a lot of water retention Mm -hmm. but but my social anxiety and the fears of it but it was so like the positive sides to it were that I actually I took myself in there I stood on them scales I put my card in and I took my card out and I sat and I made myself I made myself sit in that group as much as I could have easily just walked out of that door after I stood on them scales I made myself sit there because I knew that I had to be that person that said, I've got to be the stronger one here. And I've got to put everything that's in my mind right now about running out of them doors as quick as I can to actually just going, do you know what? Sit here, suck it up, deal with the anxiety, because actually the more you do it, the more it become a routine and the more you'll feel better about it. And that's what I did. And do you know what? That's one thing that I can actually feel like I'm proud of myself for, because the times I wanted to not do it, I still made myself do it. I've not missed... I don't think I've missed a group, whether I'd missed one because I was away on holiday, that's it. But I've been to religiously every other group. It sounds sad, look, listen, I kind of plan my weeks around my group because it's such a routine for that me. That doesn't sound sad at um, all. It really doesn't. And <laughs> having, uh, and we spoke about this before we started recording, my mum's been going to Slimming World for about 12 years and it's really more of a social for her than anything else. But her Wednesday evenings are, there's, you know, for her it's a religious event she cannot miss going to slim world she it doesn't matter what's happening she, she'll miss one of her children's birthdays if, if it's on a wednesday night you know it, it, slimming world is is you know her thing and she has to go to it so it's, it doesn't sound stupid at all i completely understand that but yeah so that that was yeah i mean there's been so many positives like I, i've come so far like i've come so far and the more i reflect on it like what what i've managed to achieve i suppose and you know what i can sit here and, and when they when people sit and listen to this, they're gonna go this ain't the girl that puts on weight and she says every wednesday and she gets the ump they're gonna go see she does know because actually i do know but i find it hard to accept that i've done what i've done and and is there a part of you again t- talking to me here you know you're sat in the comfort of your home i'm sat here in a different country sometimes it's easier to talk to people like that but again if you have suffered from social anxiety if talking in groups is something that's not your thing sometimes you have that persona where you know you don't feel that you can open up in front of people and so some people probably don't know this side of laura is that fair to say yeah i mean i I can be quite reserved because i don't uh, i'm quite a reserved person in the sense that this what a lot of what I've said tonight, some people w- will have inklings of, but not know the extent of what I've said, because I'm such a person that I will I will choose who who knows what they know, um, and I, I liked people. I don't like people to think that I did my journey. I I wanted people to think I walked in to do my journey because I wanted to do my journey, which is what I did. But actually, there's a deeper, darker side to why I did it that people didn't know. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it sounds. I mean. From from the conversation we've had to today, it was it was a necessity. It wasn't just something that you wanted yeah. to do to self improve. You know, for some people who might want to lose a little bit of weight to feel a bit better or focus on their holiday that's coming up in six months. It sounded really like a lifeline for you. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Complete lifeline. And and I'm glad you took it. So Laura, I know that with Slimming World you set a target weight. Do you mind if I ask how much mm-hmm. weight? was on that you know how much you had to lose to reach your target 
Yeah, so I first, when I first walked in, I set like a little, I was all about, I'm not setting targets, I'm not putting the pressure on myself, I'm not going to do that. So I wanted to lose two stone by Christmas, and um, which was the October to the December, and I think I'd actually hit three stone by the Christmas period. And I thought, God, I've got right good and going here. So I thought, go on, crack on, see what you can do next. So I set an interim target of 15 stone 10. Um, which was quite a big chunk to lose. So I started my journey at 23 stone 10. Oh, wow, so that's eight stone. So eight stone was my target. And I thought, you know what? Look, I'm I'm nearly halfway. Set that as your target. Well, I then got the five, I think it was about five, six stone off. And I was two stone from getting the interim. And I was like, nah, I want more off. So then I set a new target. And then I made my interim target. I got my eight stone. I think it was back in... August I got the eight stone and then I was like no I want to go lower so I set another interim target of 12 stone 10 um to which then I've (laughs) now set a new target of 11 stone 5 which will take me to over just over 50% of losing my entire body weight so I would have lost 50% of my body weight by the time I hit my target amazing (laughs) so currently you you're how, how much weight have you lost since you started your journey uh, nine and a half, nine and a half stone. Well done, well done for you. And it, again, I, I think it's so much more though than that number on the scale. It, this, this is definitely a success story, and you're a warrior of of mental health as well as you know the physical achievement. Because it, it's just, I, I, I didn't know you, you know, a year and a half, two years ago. But I just can imagine that you're you're such a different person now than than you are. Obviously, you're the same person but you have learned to, to love yourself and care about yourself a lot more than, than you did. In Definitely. That and that's scary. That's scary because when you're not used to it, you don't know how to take it or what to do yourself. Like I have changed so much in a year has changed in my life completely. Like so much pers- in my personal life, in, in my weight loss journey, in, yeah, just being able to walk in shops and buy clothes. Like, that's a big thing for me. So I used to hide inside or I'd wear the same old clothes and sound, sounds weird. No, it doesn't I mean? sound like, weird. It doesn't I'd, obviously, have... I'd obviously wash them. Wouldn't just sit in them. You don't have, you don't have any reason. And I, I'm talking from my own personal experience. Yes. Like you don't have any reason to go out and buy nice yeah. new clothes because you don't feel good wearing them. So it doesn't matter what you wear. Yeah. Now I'm sitting here and I like, I, I value what I look like now. I, I feel more about what I look like. I feel how people, not not the judgment of how people will see me, but I don't, like, on on occasions I'll say, actually, no, Laura, you can't go out wearing that. You need to make an effort. You need to do this. Because I value myself a little bit more and I give myself that little bit more of credit and value that I deserve that I never used to give myself. It's for you. It's, it's, you've just said it. It's exactly what you've just said there. You You value yourself more. So you do it for you. And that's how it should be. You know, it, it's exactly how it should be. And, and I want to hear a more, bit more in the time we've got left about these benefits. You said, you know, your personal life's changed. You said, you know, you're shopping and stuff. So it, tell me a couple of things that, you know, have been positive impacts and changes since you've lost the weight that you have. Oh, I, I walk in a gym now. I, I gym six times a week. No fear of walking in a gym. Couldn't care less who sees me because everyone's in the gym for the same reason as me. The benefit of that was has actually given me a healthier lifestyle. The lifestyle I have is so much healthier. Like I can actually walk up and down the stairs probably ten times, whereas I struggled to walk up it once before. Walking in shops, I don't fear God. Like 
okay, occasionally I forget what size I am and I do tend to go to larger sizes still because I think it's naturally embedded in my head. But I can walk in shops and I can buy things and I can look at something and go, nope, that will fit me. I don't need to try it on now, whereas before it was like, oh, God, that ain't going to get on me. What am I going to do? I'll put it down and just walk out the shop embarrassed a little bit. Now I just walk in a shop and I'm like, nope, that will fit. And I can do that. You know, I have so much more. Like, I've got such a better social life now. Like, I, I don't get as socially awkward or anxious as such. Like, I still get a fear of anxiety. It's naturally natural, isn't it? But of course, I don't have that. Like, I can go to restaurants and eat food. I can see my friends outside of their houses or whatever now and I can happily walk the streets on my outside walks that I do every every week you know because I don't have that biggest fear like the benefits are so like out of this world like doing what I've done yeah it's completely changed my life for the better I'm so happy for you really and, and this is such a nice episode for like the new year because really it just I, I think you know, I, I've spoken to many amazing people. Some people have had further to go in their journey than others. Some people have just wanted to lose a small amount of weight and on the, the mental health side of things, been quite okay and not really suffered. But I, I only see, and I, I say this, you know, with the utmost respect, I, I think that you've, you've really been from one extreme of a very dark place in a very difficult situation and, and literally dragged yourself out of that to, to the person I'm talking to today who's, you know, upbeat, positive, telling me about going out to restaurants and stuff, having lost nine and a half stone. It's just incredible. And I'm, I'm really, really happy for you and, and for the people listening because I think that these are the kind of stories that people need to hear to realise that they can do it. And if you're listening to this, you can do it. You really can. And especially now being in January, it, there's no better moment than now. To, to get started so whether you do it with slimming world whether you do it at home whether you need to get some some help mentally as well find find that way to get started i, I really really encourage you to do so and, and i want to ask you laura what advice do you have for people who are listening do you know i feel like you need to believe in yourself to get to where you want to be and if you know that you want to lose weight for a reason then take that and grasp it and do it because it's mind over matter. You you can and you will do it if you put your mind to it and you want it and succeed in it. Um, yes, okay, I'm not sitting here saying it's an easy journey. I'm not saying that. But my advice would be, you know, take what you've got and use it because we're all in control of our brain at some point and we need to remain in control of that brain. And I think pushing yourself to it would be the best thing you could ever do. And my advice would be, you know, regards of just weight loss, you know, even mentally, if you know that you're, you're suffering on darker days or you're having darker days, seek the support, seek the help, because it's out there. There's so much support now out there for people to to get the support and the help that they need to to improve their life or just speak and free their brain of what's storing inside and eating them up. Because once you free it, you're a different person. You, you, your world is so, so different. I mean, like I said before, you know, I'm very lucky I've got friends that have all been there from the start to the end. And, and you know what? Seek out to your friends because you're not a burden. You're not you're not that person that you think you are. That They will be there to support you, whether it's your weight loss, whether it's your mental health, whether it is what it is, you know. But my advice would be take what you want and do what you've got to do to get the better life that you want, whether that's for you. I always say whether that's for you, but when I say that, I mean it's got to be for you. You've got to do what you're doing for you. It can't be for somebody else. It can't be for 
the better life for somebody else. It's got to be for the better life for yourself if you're going to do it. That's powerful. That's really powerful. And Laura, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you. Just one thing I wanted to ask you. Now, I, I've, we, we began talking via Instagram and I know that you share part of your journey on there as well. And I'm sure for people who have listened to this today would love to come and follow you and, and see the future success on top of what you've already achieved. So would that be okay if they follow you on Instagram? Yeah, of course it will. Excellent. So I, and let me just get this right. It's slimming world underscore Laura yeah. underscore 20. Yeah, that's correct. That's fine. Excellent. And as always, there'll be a link in the show notes so people can click on that and come and say hello to you if they'd like to. And one thing I just want to add to that, you said, you know, you've been very lucky. You've had close friends who've been there for you no matter what. And that's great. And I think if someone's listening to this, you know you might not have people who you can think of who are close friends depending on the situation you're in but if you want help if you want to just reach out and say listen I want to get started I want help I don't know where to start can you help send me a message send an email to the weight loss warrior podcast send me a dm on instagram I'd be more than happy to help you get those steps started okay so don't think that you know if you haven't got anybody it's impossible it's still not impossible you can still do this okay I just wanted to get that out and, and get that point across and Laura, again, I'm sure that if people follow you on Instagram and have a question or want to ask how you began getting therapy or something like that, you wouldn't mind that. They oh, 100%. You. I'd rather someone ask and it means that someone gets the right support and the right help than they need than not ask at all. Absolutely. It's been such a pleasure talking to you, Laura. Thank you so much for, for joining me on this episode. Uh, I, I'm going to invite you to the newly opened Weight Loss Warrior Tribe community. It's the, the private Facebook group that's just started for the new year, where if people are tribe members, they can reach out to you probably and speak to you there as well. So for anyone who is interested, there'll be a link at the bottom of the show notes where you can join and become part of that new community. But for now, Laura, I just want to say thank you for being one of our newest weight loss warriors for 2023 and best of luck with the rest of your journey no, thank you thank you for the opportunity and your time appreciate that take care of yourself yes, we'll speak soon and you take care see you then bye-bye Bye. i'd also like to say a big thank you to you our listeners i appreciate you joining us at the weight loss warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe if you enjoyed today's episode please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story we share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.